I'd like to discuss today whether a person is chayv tzid and sukkah shmiyot tzaras. Now you say you only make kiddush. Okay, so we'll discuss that too. Maybe mitzvah Hashem, if we have time within our 10, 12, 13, 16 minutes to uh, to get there. So this is all based. The whole discussion whether tzid and sukkah shmiyot tzaras is a gemara in mesecha sukkah. The gemara in sukkah of mem vav and beis going over to mem zayin amralv tells us amr viu the bring of shmuel bar shilas mishmei the rav shmini safek shvi'i when it's shmini atzaras in chutzlarets which might still really be oshana raba. Right, Shvi Lusukha We consider it the seventh day with regard to Sukkah, the eighth day with regard to Bracha. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Shmini and Rabbi Yochanan says, no, we consider it the eighth day for everything. It's just like Shmini Atzeres. I should mention on a Doraisa level clearly in Eretz Yisrael, obviously you only sit in Sukkah through seven days. You definitely don't sit in Sukkah on Shmini Atzeres. So the question is, the Gemara deals with what about in Chutz Laaretz, where every day is a Sveika Dioma. So Shmini Atzeres might still be Hoshana Rabbah. So it has this vague terminology that one opinion holds that it's Shvi L'Sukkah Shmini L'Bra and the other opinion says Shmini Lazel So the Gemara has two understandings of what that means. First understanding the Gemara says is Mesav Kuliyamalopligidiasvinan. Everyone agrees you sit in Sukkah, keep pligi levruchi. The whole machlokus is, do you also make a bracha of leishev basukkah and shmini atzeres? That's the first understanding. But then the Gemara says, ikata amri, another understanding of this is, that bruchai kuliyam lo pligi delomavarchinan, that everyone would agree we do not make a bracha. Keep pligi lemesav. The machlokus is whether we need to sit in sukkah at all. The one who says that it's shvil the sukkah would hold you sit in sukkah. The one that says that shmini lazel lazel would hold that you don't sit in Sukkah. So the Gemara then concludes after telling us that uh, that, you, that according to this second Lashon, we should paskin like the opinion not to sit in Sukkah on Shemini Atzeres, the Gemara says, but Vehilchasa, we paskin the Allah is the famous words, Mesav Yasvinan, Bruche Lomavarchinan. We sit in Sukkah on Shemini Atzeres, but we do not recite a bracha on Shemini Atzeres of Leishiv Basukkah. So it's extremely clear in the Gemara at the end what the Halacha is that we sit in Sukkah on Shemini Atzeres. Now there is a reason I went through that whole Sugi with you, even though the bottom line of the sugya is so clear, we'll see in a moment. Why is it that we would not make a bracha on the mitzvah? We make a bracha at the second seder, right? We make bracha mitzvah even for sveika diyoma all the time. So why would we not make a bracha of leisha basukah on shmini atzeres? So the rif and the ritva write because it would be mezalzel and kedushas yantif. Because by making a leisha basukah, you're saying that it's still chalamoid, it's still hashana rabba. So it would be a zilzel and kedushas yantif. The mechtam over there says that once the day is declared. Kadosh, we're not allowed to declare it Chol with any verbal declaration of Chol. And by making Leishu Basuk, it's a verbal declaration of Chol. The Mordechai knows Tavshin Ayin Beis says that it would be a concern for Baltosif unless we have a clear hacker that this is different than all the other days. So our clear hacker is that we don't make a bracha. Otherwise, it would look like we're being Mosif, uh, we're being Mosif an extra day of sitting in Sukkah. Now, the Rishonim also deal with an issue. Why don't we say the same thing about Dalit Midim? Shouldn't we have to take uh, Lulav and Esrog and Adasim and Aravos on Shemini Atzeres also because it might still be Oshana Rabbah so don't say do without a bracha just like we do for Sukkah and that way we'd satisfy the, just like we do for Sukkah we'd satisfy everything it would be a hacker it wouldn't be Baltosif why don't we say the same thing by Dalad Minim so the Karban Asanel points out in Os Zayin on the Rush that we don't say by, the, the Rush actually in Tulsa's point out that we don't say by Dalad Minim because Sukkaso Areva love because when it comes to Sukkah there are lots of reasons why you might be sitting in a hut in your back 
backyard. It's September, it's beautiful weather outside. So you might just be sitting there because you're enjoying the nice breeze, you're enjoying the nice weather. So it's not so obvious that you're doing this L'Shem Mitzvah and therefore it's not such a zilzal to Shemini Atzeres to be sitting in a sukkah. But when you're taking Talmudim, there's no reason why any sane person on earth would be taking a palm branch and a, and a citrus fruit and a few other branches, some myrtle leaves and shaking them up and down, if not for the mitzvah. So it's very obvious when you're taking Talmudim that you are saying, yeah, it's still Hoshana Rabba, or at least Amasupak, it might still be Hoshana Rabba, and that's a zilzal to Shemini Atzeres. There's no way to get around it with Talmudim. By sukkah, you know, it looks nice, you know, it could be that you're just sitting there because you're enjoying the, the nice weather. So says the carbon of Sandal, so it would turn out that let's say it's not nice weather, let's say it's freezing cold, like let's say you're, you live in, uh, in, in, in Russia, or you live in the northeastern part of the United States, but it's a really cold sukkah, sometimes it can get really, really cold, at night especially, so no one in their right mind would be sitting outside and eating. So if that's the case, says the carbon of Sandal, then the Allah would be that it would be just like Lulav. And you wouldn't have to sit in sukkah at all because you wouldn't have sukkah love. You wouldn't have this svara that, oh, you may, it looks like you're just sitting there to enjoy it. And Tosra bin Aparet sounds like he says that it would be judged on a case-by-case basis. You would have to look each year. Is this something that a reasonable person might be outside in this weather? If it's something that a reasonable person might be outside in this weather anyway, just stop to enjoy it, so then you would have to sit in sukkah. If no reasonable person would be outside in that weather and enjoying it, then you would not have to sit in sukkah. It's a little bit different than the threshold of mitztair. Mitztair is always part of sukkah, but mitztair is not just a reasonable person to enjoy, but it's actually a big pain to be outside. It really, it's uh, it's very annoying and very difficult to be outside. That that, that it does. Let's say if mitztair is uh, 40 degrees, you know, maybe 50 degrees is uh, making up numbers, obviously, but maybe 50 degrees is ain't sukasa arevel of there. If it dips below 50, no one in their right mind would be there. But you're not mitztair when it dips below 50. Maybe mitztair if it dips below 40. I'm just again making up the numbers. I wouldn't, uh, and I'm not saying those as halach lemaisa as the numbers to go with. Um, the Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky writes in Emes Liyakov, based on this idea of the Tosos and the Rush, in his Emes Liyakov and Shulchan Aruch, that if the lights go out at night, then you should have to go inside because it's uh, no normal person would sit outside eating in the dark. So if lights go out at night, you would not be allowed to stay in the sukkah. You would go inside, even if normally you're not sit in the sukkah and Shemini Atzeres. Now, the truth is, the Ramah says explicitly in Tafresh Mem, Sivdalin, that if the lights go out in your sukkah, even the rest of the sukkahs, you can go inside. But I think Rabbi Yaakov's point is, not only can you go inside if it happens in Shemini Atzeres, but you must go inside if it happens in Shemini Atzeres, because it's going to be a chashash of Baltosin. So, Allah so what are we passing? So the Rambam in the sixth part Paskins very, very clearly. We sit in just no The also in Simon We sit in on night and day. But there's no bracha of Leshev Basukkah. So it seems pretty open and shut, a pretty clear cut case that you're supposed to sit in Sukkah on Shemini Atzeres. However, the Torah quotes a minag, V'yesh noagin, Shalolishin Babalel Shemini, Ubiyoma Shemini Yoshvin Ba, Ve'eno Minag. That he says, some people have the minag that they don't sleep in Sukkah on the night of Shemini Atzeres, but they do eat in Sukkah, they do stay in Sukkah on the day of Shemini Atzeres. Sounds like you're saying not just that they don't sleep in Sukkah on the night of Shemini Atzeres, but that they don't even 
eat there the night of Shemini Yatzeris. That the nighttime they're not in the sukkah, the daytime they are in the sukkah. But the Torah says, Ve'eno minag. That minag is not a valid practice. It is uh, not a correct minag. So the Magen Avram says, what, what was the svarah? Why would people observe that practice? Why not at night, but yes by day? So Magen Avram says, maybe it's because uh, it's a stira to the tefillah of Yom Shemini Yatzeris. That you're going to go to shul and, uh, at the nighttime, say Yom Shemini Yatzeris, and then go into your sukkah, as if it's still a Shana Rabbah, but Magen points out, well, you should have that same problem during the day also, so that doesn't really make sense. So Magen says, maybe the point is, to avoid Baltosif, we have to divide between the sitting in the sukkah we did for the first seven days, which was the mitzvah, and this, which is Minnegav Asen So in order to divide them, we have one meal where we're out of the sukkah, and that's how we separate the two, and that avoids the problem of Bal- Baltosif. Magen Avram says that uh, some have a minute to leave halfway through the daytime meal for a different reason. He says some start the meal in the daytime, and that's probably where the minute, maybe where the minute of saying Kiddush in the daytime on Shemini Yatzeres, they'll start in the daytime in the sukkah because you just davened for Geshem on the day of Shemini Yatzeres. So if you just davened for Geshem, what kind of tefillah is that? You're davening for rain, and then you're going to sit in the sukkah and hope that it doesn't rain. So, so the, the minute was to leave because you're so confident that you're going to have rain. That assumes that your tefillah for Geshem is for Geshem in the Chutzlar. Not for Geshem and Eretz Yisrael, it's a little bit difficult. But okay, the, uh, the, the, but why is all of this very troubling? Because there is a well-known Hasidish Minag that Hasidim don't sit in Sukkah and So where in the world does that come from? It's Beferish in the Gemara. It's Beferish in the Ramah, Beferish in the Shulchan Aruch. And no one argues. So it's, uh, where does it come from that we don't sit in Sukkah and Shemini Yatzeres? So uh, the Satmar Rebbe, Rav Shakti used to tell, Satmar Rebbe used to not sit in Sukkah and Shemini Yatzeres because he knew that that was the Hasidish Minag and he had heard of a certain Sefer that justifies that minhag and he had never seen the Sefer but he assumed that it had a good enough reason and when he came to America he was once in the sukkah of the Boston Rebbe and he asked the Boston Rebbe can I take a look at he saw the Sefer on the table he said ah can I, can I borrow the Sefer the Boston Rebbe said no but you can read it right here you can sit down here and read it so he sat and he read it and he saw it and he read the whole explanation of the minhag and he wasn't satisfied with the explanation so from then on he started sitting in the sukkah even on Shemini Atzeres um, the Baal Shem Tov, they say the, in the Sefer Eser that he did not sit in sukkah because he would sanctify himself with the Gedusha of Eretz Yisrael so it was always Ki'ilu he was in Eretz Yisrael whatever that means I have no, I have no hasaga of what that means the Magad Mimaz Rich his uh, Talmud did sit in sukkah on uh, Shemini Yatzeres so uh, it's always a question what do you do when a known tzaddik when a famous tzaddik goes against an explicit halacha so does that mean that you disrespect the tzaddik does that mean wh- wh- how do you deal with something like that the face such uh, such an issue in Madura Tinyana of Nazar Simonayan Tess where he talks about all the things that Rabbi Yudah Chassid writes in his Tava that are against an explicit Gemara. So Nadavita tries to justify why he would do that. Maybe uh, the, the Gemara is talking about for Rova Klal Yisrael, but he's, he, he was talking only for his family. He has all different... Rav Moshe also has a similar uh, trouble in Yardai Chel Gimel, Simon Kufi Dalid, where he deals with a, uh, a writings that they found of a very well-known Rishon that uh, seem to contain Apikorsis in it. So what do we do with that? Do we, do we say that that Rishon is Apikorsis? Do we say that it's a forgery? So Rav Moshe goes with the forgery route. So I don't know. 
I'm not sure how you deal with something like that. But uh, there are explanations given for the Hasidic Shemineh. One simple explanation is that it's simply too cold. I mean, the Kabbalah Sanal said that if it gets cold enough, that it wouldn't be normal to be outside. So then the whole Svar of Sukkot Svar falls away. So if you live in a climate that's simply too cold, it doesn't have to be quite to the level of Mitzvah, but it's too cold for a normal person to be sitting outside. So then maybe that would be enough to exempt one from Sukkah. In uh, Sefer Ma'ad Muzman, he points out, Rosh Shemruch points out, that all the Baleatosos lived in very co- cold climates, but still sat in the sukkah. So it's difficult to say that, you know, it's too cold for us. Why was it not too cold for, for them? I don't know, maybe they didn't have heat in their house like we have. Uh, I don't know. So the, uh, in Ma'ad Muzman, Rosh Shemruch suggests maybe it's based on sukkah daf chavav. Umar says someone's going to visit his Rebbe, he's no sick mitzvah's potter from sitting in sukkah. So uh, so maybe on Shmini Atzeris, when they would go to visit the Rebbe, they'd go to visit the, uh, the Rebbe's, so they'd be from Sukkah. points out in Nefesh Arav that it wasn't just about visiting the Rebbe's, it was that the Sukkahs were so crowded that it was, the, the Gemara in Sukkah says that Chassan and Shashvinov are, uh, are, are part from Sukkah because the Makam is Tsar Lehem. It's very narrow. They don't have enough space for everybody. So when people go visit the Rebbe's, all the Hasidim would come. There wasn't enough space in the Sukkahs. So mainly they, would, they, they wouldn't be able to sit in the Sukkah. They'd be part there anyway. Um, in Yechusei Tanayim Ramarayim, it says that there was a Gaonic addition to the Gemara that says Vihilchase. He has a whole different explanation of why we don't sit in the Sukkah Shmini, of why some people do do not sit in the Sukkah Shmini Atzeris. He says, because remember how we read that Gemara at first? First day on the Gemara says, you don't sit in the Sukkah Shmini Atzeris. You, you do sit in the Sukkah Shmini Atzeris. Ikeda Amri, you don't. How do we normally prosecute when it's one Lashon and Ikeda Amri? We almost always go like the Ikeda Amri. And then the Gemara says, Vihilchase. Like the first lashon, what? What happened? We were going so good, and everything. And the Gemara seemed like it was. Le- so the the Yechusei says, yeah, that last line of Ilchso was added in by the Gaonim. It's not part of the Gemara. We should follow the regular tradition that the Gemara has. There are a lot of things in the Gemara that are added in by the Gaonim. Rishonim often pointed out. The Ramban at the beginning of Gittin pointed out. There are a lot of things like that. The Yechusei claims this is such a thing, and therefore it should not be the halacha. Very difficult to accept that because it's quoted in the Rambam and Shulchan Aruch as the halacha. So for us to go back and rewrite history and take it out is very, very challenging. The Sfas Emma suggests, the Sfas Emma is also Hasidish Rebbe, the Ger Rebbe, the Sfas Emma suggests that maybe when the Gemara said Hilchsi Yisuvi Yasvina, the Gemara meant it's mutter to sit in the Sukkah. But not that you're mechuyiv to sit in the sukkah, because uh, this fasa, that's that's how Sfasemis writes on that Gemara to justify the practice. What if you're a ben chutzla Eretz visiting Eretz Yisrael? So uh, the Debrit Sinur Rav in his Ber Moshe Chelik Zayin, page Shintes Vavos Dalid, um, and uh, Rav Yashav also um, say that uh, you should sit in sukkah on Yom Tov Sheni, even if you're in Eretz Yisrael, if you're ben chutzla Eretz in Eretz Yisrael. However, the Minchas Yitzchak and Rav Shlomo Zalman. Minchas Yitzchak in Chelik Tesimin and Dalit Osbeis, and Rav Shlomo Zalman in Minchas Shlomo Chelik Alf Simin Yitzos Alf say that if you're in Eretz Yisrael, even though you're keeping two days of Yantiv, because they hold you should keep two days of Yantiv, both of those poskim, nevertheless, do not sit in Sukkah on Shmini at Seres. And in Halicha Shlomo, in Ha'ara number sixty-four, he has a few more lenient considerations of why not to sit in Sukkah on uh, on Shmini at Seres if you are Ben Chutzla Eretz in Eretz Yisrael. What about a Ben Eretz Yisrael in Chutz Laaretz? So Shlomo Zalman says he should have to conform to whatever the public practice is in the place that he is. So he should have to sit in Sukkah on Shmini Yatzeres. What about sleeping in the Sukkah on Shmini Yatzeres? So the Mordechai quotes from the Rav Yah that that's, uh, there's, no, there's no hecker with the bracha because you never make a bracha on sleeping. So it's going to be a violation of Baltos if you're not 
allowed to. But the Rashba and the Ritva and Rosh Hashanah to say and say it's not about Tosef, it's the Takanas Chachamim, and therefore you're allowed to. La Halacha, Yerach Hashulchan, and the Birke Yosef say that you should sleep in the Sukkah, even on Shemini Yatzeres. Chayyadam say that the grow is Machmir, even when it was very cold outside, because he wanted to show people that the Halacha is against the Chasidim. The Grad did a lot of things to show people that we don't do like the, the Chasidim. Rosh points out that there's some confusion as to what of Nasan Adler, the Rebbe Chassam Sofer did, but uh, the Darkei Moshe and Tafresh Samaches, if I'll quote from the Rav Yah, then no, sleeping in the Sukkah we don't do on Shemini Yatzeres, Mishabur, Tafresh Samaches, Sivkat and Vav quotes both Shitos, but he says the Minig Olam is Lahakel, that our Minig is nobody sleeps in the Sukkah on Shemini Yatzeres, but really the appropriate Allah is to eat in the Sukkah on Shemini Yatzeres, uh, even though we have all of these different explanations of the Hasidic practice, it's really against the Befer Gemara. So absent a very, very strong Hasidic tradition in your family, it would seem that there's uh, that, that one, it's an open and shut case that one has to uh, eat in the Sukkah on Shemini Yatzeres. Even if you do have a very strong Hasidic tradition in your family, so then it gets a little more iffy. I think they say that was one of the only things that Salvechik would encourage people to change their family minak. I think that's what they say. I I'm not 100% certain about that, but I think that's 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 the rumor that he used to say that generally you always go with your family minig unless your family minig is not eating sukkah shmiyatzeres. Then you should change your family minig and uh, eat in sukkah shmiyatzeres. I don't know, so it gets a little a little more tricky if you come from a strong Hasidic background.